everyone and welcome back to the adaptable ceo if you've forgotten who we are i'm tiffany and i'm anya and we took a little hiatus over christmas how many weeks were we off i think we've been away for a month oh my god one month already while we are jumping into it again today yeah, so while we took a break, we had a lot going on. Tiff and I saw each other maybe twice in person, if not three times. We're in Sydney, we're in Melbourne. In today's episode, we're really wanting to talk about a little wrap up of 2023, reflecting on some of our biggest moments and also talking about 2024. I'm so excited to get into this episode. We'll start with the ins and outs. Yeah, so I had never heard of ins and outs before until like the end of last year. Had you ever heard of ins and outs before? Yes. I swear they've been a thing this entire, well, last year, because we were recording this 2024, but they were a thing last year. You're way late to the game. Okay. Well, we're doing ins and outs for you today. So Tiff, what is one of your ins for 2024? More nature, road trips, just being present among the ocean, the trees, the dirt, the sand, any of the elements. Basically, that dirt came first. <laughs> okay, maybe not dirt. That might be a last resort. I don't know where I'd find myself in the dirt, but I really found last year I was craving to be in nature so much, but I was would always make up an excuse like why I couldn't just drive down to the beach, drive down to like a hiking trail near me and just, you know, sit in nature and where I live, I'm sort of west of Melbourne, but we've got the beautiful Yu Yangs, got the Great Ocean Road, and then a little bit closer, we've got lots of gardens, lots of inner city beaches and things like that, the Dandenong Mountains in the east. So I'm sort of spoiled for choice. I just really feel like this year I need to make it a priority. Amazing. I'm looking forward to joining you on some of those road trips. Oh, definitely. When you come down next... I think we do Great Ocean Road. Perfect. Both beach girls. Definitely. Okay, what's one of your ins? So one of my ins is audiobooks. So while I really love, you know, reading a physical book and having it in my hands, I just don't really have the opportunity. But I do a lot of driving to Brisbane and back from where I live and there's a lot of traffic. So usually the driver's at least two hours down, two hours back. So instead of listening to the same songs over and over and over, I really want to listen to audiobooks. So this year I've already started two audiobooks. So Bite Back um, by Hannah Ferguson and then also Consent Laid Bare by Chanel Contos. So I'm loving both of those and I'm hoping to get through 12 audiobooks at least this year is my goal. One a month. Okay, that's a great goal. That's a really good in. I feel like everybody last year was reading lots and lots of books and I just kept thinking, how do people have the time or patience, but I'm much like you. I way prefer an audiobook. So I think that's a great goal. And you do so much driving that it just makes sense. I really do. I don't think I need to know every lyric of every song from like the past decade. I think I can actually learn things from an audiobook instead. What's another one of your ends, Tiff? Okay, another one of mine. This is me and my friend, Tash. We really want this year to do more random hobby classes, jewelry making, or like pottery, just cute things like that together. Because she's also has a chronic illness and sort of just trying to get back into society and doing things within her capacity. And that's been the journey I've been on in 2023. So 
I think we could really help each other there and just ticking some things off our bucket lists or just finding new hobbies and things to do in a fun way. I feel like we'd meet a lot of new people, haven't committed to a class yet, but that is the goal. So we'll see. Perfect. So if anyone has a birthday and your friends are tiff, expect some handmade jewellery or something something like that. Or a nice painted painting. You won't be able to re-gift it, that's for sure. Okay, another one of yours, Anya. So another one of my ins is daily rituals. So I do affirmations every day. There's this like 369 rule of manifesting that I've heard of. We have three, oh God, I'm going to mess it up now. But it's nine second affirmations. You have three of them and then you do them six times a day or something like that. I'm probably butchering it. Um, So I have these three affirmations that I do that take nine seconds for each of them to say. And so I like I do them and I do them before bed at the moment. But I'm hoping to like build on different kind of like rituals that I do every day just to help me feel good, to help me stay focused towards things. Hoping to maybe build in some like yoga or stretching because I'm very inflexible. We'll see what goes into my daily rituals, but I'm just hoping to have a pattern of things that I do every day. I love that. And can you tell us one of your affirmations? I'm so shy. I'm too shy. Maybe (laughs) maybe a different different pod episode. I will share them. We'll do. We'll do one more each. Okay. Mine is sort of similar a little bit. I just want to practice more gratitude. Now that I probably sound like a broken record. Everybody probably has this at some point in the year as a goal they try to incorporate more into their life but I've got anxiety quite a bit and I feel like the one way to combat anxiety is through gratitude and just taking a moment realizing all the things you have in your life all your blessings because you're bound to find something even in like the hardest of times and most challenging times so That's what I really want to do. I don't want to put pressure on myself to like write them down, probably similar, similarly on the lines of what you do, maybe say them out loud every day, every morning or every night probably could help as well. So I really, yeah, even just throughout the day, just be conscious when I'm feeling those uncomfortable, anxious feelings, like things aren't so bad. You know, the most simple things, got a roof over my head, or whatever's causing me anxiety is also maybe a blessing at the same time. So yeah, that is the last one of my ins. And I've got one more in. Yes, my last in is pretty simple. It's just celebrating. Like I think I don't take enough time to slow down and just to celebrate the wins. It's for me very moving on to the next thing, going really quickly through life. And I just want to do more celebrating. And I think that we really got to do that a lot last year. Um, and so I'm just hoping to continue to to do that this year um, and just celebrate even if it's something very small. I love that and I feel it's it's good having I'd say that's probably another in of mine having each other to celebrate with not saying you need someone else to celebrate with you you can definitely do it alone but I think sharing your wins with someone else that's also excited for you is a beautiful thing as well Absolutely. and if you're listening to this and you don't have someone to celebrate with or to share your wins with message us we're always up for a celebration yeah. whether it's just us sending you a voice note like yes. screaming and yelling but like in a nice way <laughs> <laughs> um or we'll take you out for a little celebration because it's important to celebrate the things that you're achieving whether they're big or whether they're small 
Absolutely. Yeah, we would love to hear about your wins from 2023 or the start of 2024. Definitely love that. So how outs? What are you not going to do any more of? What's out? Okay, I'll start with a more maybe serious one is I did consciously try to implement this out last year as well. It's people pleasing. And I think a lot of probably more so women as well can relate to this one. Just sort of doing what you know, you think you're supposed to be doing in order to please people, please your parents, please your friends, please people you don't even freaking know on the internet. I feel like we all do it at some point. So that's something I want to cut out. And that'll be a work in progress. But I feel like I already made good progress on that last year. So onwards and upwards. What about you? Yeah, I can definitely relate to people pleasing. I think one of my arts is taking things personally. I definitely take everything personally. And I need to stop because I'm just injuring myself. There's this like beautiful saying in some other exotic language and it's like why do you like jump up and grab the arrows that are flying over your head and like shove them up your ass sounds really good in a different language but it's like sometimes you just need to let things like fly by and not use them to Mm -hmm. injure yourself when like it's actually not about you at all I think just having that reminder knowing that like hurt people hurt people know that like you're not the most important thing in like other people's worlds and stories in a way that everyone's going through their own shit it's not about you and so I think yeah just trying to release um a lot of hurt that I've felt um is definitely something that I want to do so yeah taking things personally is my major out I like that one again can relate to that as well so what's your out (laughs) okay you know what this one is and it's embarrassing to admit but (laughs) it has to be grilled they're putting their prices up a ridiculous amount now I'm an avid grilled customer I probably buy their burgers at least once a fortnight maybe sometimes twice a week why are you shaking your head when you said once a fortnight I was like it is not once a fortnight it's yeah maybe two times a week surely sure yeah look on average let's say 1.5 times a week (laughs) I would love for you to go through the statistics on your phone of whenever you order Mm -hmm. it and also through your bank statements and actually work out how often you order grilled but like I love You love grilled. Like this saddens me that it's an out for you. Because I know. It's so it made good. me like it more. Have I made you like it more? Yes. Right, isn't it? And it feel, it doesn't feel like it okay, it's not hundred percent healthy. Clean, it's like a healthier option when you're craving healthy. a burger. It's Just a healthy I think that's their slogan, like healthy burgers or something. I don't know. Something you'd like know that. their slogan. <laughs> I know. The marketing team's got you in oh a chocolate. The point cook grills manager knows me by name <laughs> like it's embarrassing <laughs> and whenever there's an issue with my order they know who I am so like oh, oh, they, and they literally they know about my health condition and everything like <laughs> we're tight so it's going to be a hard relationship to break up with yeah it'll be a slow breakup for sure but need to save money this year and just make more food at home okay <laughs> What's one of your out? So my second out is social media anxiety. Um, So anyone that knows me well knows that I absolutely hate posting on social media. And if it didn't have to do with kind of like my work-related stuff, even though my social media seems so personal, I would not have social media. Like I really don't like it. And so every time I post, I just genuinely hate it. But 
my out for 2024 is worrying about that and caring. Mm. I've realized like it is something that I need to do for work. And so I'm just going to post. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try and be more consistent with it. And I'm not going to worry about things. I'm just going to turn off like my likes, not care about engagement and just go for it because I know that there's so much value that sharing things on social media can bring, even though there's a lot of toxicity as well. Who cares? I'm throwing out my anxiety related to social media. It's gone. Oh, I love hearing you say that. Yes. Get rid of it. Put the like, all of that. I feel like everyone should do that. I do that too sometimes. If I post something, I just don't look at who's like commented and just hope it's nothing bad. (laughs) (laughs) And your last out. Okay. This one's going to be difficult, but it's worrying less about my health and my financial stability and just all the anxiety that comes around those two things because inside I know that that's one of my continuous goals especially for this year is to become more financially stable more self-sufficient more independent and that's going to take time because you know I was not working for five years or so and I still have health problems chronic health problems that I struggle with every day so I'm not going to completely invalidate my experience or invalidate it at all but I just want to try and take each day by day as it comes and know that I'm doing everything I can to set myself up within my capacity. So yeah, that's one of my outs. And your last out, Anya. Thank you for sharing, Tiff. My last out is actually controlling the outer, which is a massive (laughs) thing for me as a bit of a control freak and as someone with PTSD. So often I try and control like the outer environment to calm like what's going on inside me. But instead, I'm going to try and calm myself and my inner like worries and not worry about like what's going on around and outside me. Like you can only control so much in life. Like you can only make sure that everything around you is going to be okay to a certain extent. I can't do that anymore. So I'm just going to try yeah. and like soothe my my inner self and that's as much as I can do. So I'm going to stop trying to control the outer environment and just try and go with the flow a lot more. I love that. So <laughs> we say things at the same time a lot. Oh, but that really takes us to our 2023 like wrap up and reflection. And we've got this in like two sort of parts. So one is kind of like some major things that have happened and the other is like themes and learnings. Do you want to go first, Tiff, in your major events? Last year was a big year for me. Um I started working again, like in the real world, working again part-time after not working for so many years and that was a pretty big shock to my system but I'm so proud of myself for how I have adapted back into the workforce and I'm so thankful my boss is incredible so she's been very understanding and I realized how lucky I am and grateful and that has really made an impact positive impact in every way in my mental health and it's really pushed me to realize oh I can do more things that I was maybe holding back with because of fear with my health so that was a very major event for me last year and also on a more personal level I had a breakup at the start of last year and yeah I was with that 
partner for two and a half years. So naturally for anyone, a breakup is a major event. And especially post that breakup, just rebuilding my friendships that I sort of, I'll admit, neglected because I could only handle so much in my life that was going on at the time with, you know, a struggling romantic relationship and all that. So I definitely feel like big event was just rekindling those friendships and working on those friendships. And I am so glad I did. And I just want to keep that going as well. What about you? Do you have any major events I think in terms of major events for me like as everyone's really heard in previous episodes like I made a bit of a career pivot to go from the service-based model of businesses with the agency into looking at these product-based businesses with the women with disabilities entrepreneur network and starting with coffee and the other businesses that we're going to launch with um shit happens and something else as well and so that was a huge change in my life for many reasons and it gave me a different view on you know what my future would look like because of a lot of concerns with my health and not being able to sustain a service-based business um but I think the beginning of the year was really really difficult for me for a lot of reasons and one of them was that in January a baby that I was advocating for passed away and I'd been advocating for that baby for eight months Mm. and that was a major shock to me but then in the months that followed I had maybe three or four other people from my community pass away Mm. and so that was the first time that something like that had happened in such quick succession for me so it was very shocking And for some reason, I've noticed the past two years, at least in April, I just have got really bad depression. (laughs) Like, and I don't know if it's a seasonal depression. I don't know if it's just Mm -hmm. that time of year, but like I hit a really low spot in April, like two years in a row. And so it actually so happened that that was the time that I made that big decision with my career. And so I was able to pick myself back up and look at ways to move forward but I think that was a really like kind of big event of like those things kind of tumbling a little bit and then making that decision to make a career pivot and then pick myself up again but I think that was a really major event for me this year that or sorry last year that was quite shaping um and then goes into really the themes and learnings of last Mm -hmm. year that I think hopefully sharing with everyone listening you'll be able to get some things out of because I think both of us have learned a lot in our personal lives this year that hopefully other people can actually really relate to. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I think sometimes as well, like, you had a really challenging start of last year. But sometimes, you know, that's life, things happen, and it sort of changes your perspective a little bit and pushes you to be like, okay, I'm not happy with this, or I want to go in this direction. So you might have been more open to the possibility of, you know, a career pivot, than maybe if you hadn't gone through challenging things, you may have just felt comfortable definitely and I think that I wasn't ready to change my perspective at the beginning of the year and it was just being so worn down that I was like something has to change because I'm emotionally burnt out and yeah I think it's interesting like knowing you as well as I do like your breakup at the beginning of the year was what was able to shift things and kind of reframe what was going on in your life so then you're able to have like such an exciting and different year to what you would have had otherwise absolutely I could not agree more I feel like as horrible as it is to go through a breakup I feel like my doors opened like flung open after that and I'm quite spiritual sort of on and off I have my phases but I truly believe that the universe 
was working in my favor at that time. Like you had gone through a lot of shit and, you know, you deserved doors to be opened and yeah, just cheesy as it sounds, just discovering myself again and building new and exciting things. So yeah, I'm glad that we're both sort of ended last year going through what we had gone through. Definitely. So then in terms of themes for last year and learnings, what was the major theme that you think that you had? I think it was a very experimental year. So I sort of had to reintegrate myself back into society because I was um, incredibly housebound and at times bedbound before then with my health. And after my breakup and some other things that happened at the start of the year, I just sort of was like, no, I'm going to take control a little, a little bit more. And then that's when I joined Champion and that was just incredible. At the time, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, oh, this could be a good opportunity to see what comes of it. But yeah, ultimately, I just wanted to share my story more and experiment in terms of trying to find a job, building friendships, not really knowing what the hell I was doing because I was out of the game for so long. But sometimes you have to have those years. So I think last year, that was definitely a key theme. Yeah. What about you? I think really coming out of that experience that I spoke about, I had two sort of key themes. Like obviously healing was a big one. But beyond that, I'd always had this massive fear of death. And like, not that I was necessarily scared of dying, but I'd always thought that I was going to die. I yeah. have a psychologist and we started looking at like EMDR. Um, and for those of you that have done EMDR, you know that you talk about like the worst moments of your life and then you put them into different cognitions and the cognitions that almost every moment went into for me was the I am going to die cognition mm -hmm. so I genuinely had all of these traumatic moments where I thought that I was going to die and I came out of this realizing that like yes there are going to be so many times where I think I'm going to die or I might die and I can't control that but for the first time in my life, like while I'm still going through so much intense health stuff, there has to come a time where I'm not planning to die, but yeah. I have to plan to be alive. And I have to think like what actually happens if I do survive because I'm not prepared for that anymore. Yeah. Like I'm constantly prepared to die because like that's how I've had to be conditioned. Yeah. So I started to actually plan for survival last year. And I think that was really good for my like mental health and my well-being. Um, and so I took like really physical, like actionable steps to do that. Like I went and got a skin check, which sounds so silly, but I'd always thought like, oh, I don't really need to get a skin check because if I got skin cancer, something else would kill me first because I've got so many other problems, which mm -hmm. just sounds ridiculous and is insensitive. And I understand that. And like, I've had my wisdom teeth congested for such a long time. And I was told back when I was like 16 that I had to get my wisdom teeth out and I'm 25 now. And I just left them because I thought, I'll probably die before I need to get my wisdom teeth out. And then, no, I thought, okay, I actually need to get my wisdom teeth out. So I got them out last year. And mm. then I've always wanted to have children, but I thought I'll probably die before I have children. And then I actually went and got my eggs frozen. So just all these things to think, actually, no, like I'm going to live a long life and I'm going to plan to live a long life. So I'm going to take these steps to do that. So that was a really big thing from last year, even though I was confronted with all these death of other people like me. So it was a really different way that I kind of took that. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? 
how yeah you would think that would make your mindset more the way you you used to be but at the end of the day you're alive right now you're breathing there's so much to be excited about and to plan for and you don't know what can happen tomorrow even if you didn't have health conditions you know anything can happen but we can't all walk around thinking we're gonna get hit by a car tomorrow or whatever you know so no I'm so happy that makes my heart feel so warm that you've had that perspective shift I love that I think yeah the traumatized brain works in a really strange way that's so hard to comprehend and Mm. so many people that have had disability or chronic illness and have faced these things like everyone responds in such a different way and so it was a really important step I think for me to take and to take that last year I think was important for me and then the other big moment for me was just having a conversation with a mentor and business leader around rather than being so purpose-oriented to the point where I burnt myself out to actually be profit for purpose to put on my own oxygen mask first to be able to make sure that I'm earning money to do things to help other people because I saw basically someone that basically was doing exactly what I was doing and it was then sacrificing their health it sacrificed their ability to provide for their family and by the time they switched to a profit for purpose mindset it was almost too late seeing myself traveling down that exact same path and I thought no like I actually need to make the transition now otherwise I'm disadvantaging everyone that I'm trying to help and I'm disadvantaging myself so I think those two things really led to that pivot and change that I've been able to make in my life. It was so transformational for you. Yeah I think that it really set up the foundations for this year and I feel like we're kind of on similar sort of paths that for you you also went through things that made you want to like put yourself first and that last year was kind of like a springboard for this year. Definitely like I feel like before last year I was just surviving and while I didn't have the mindset per se as like I don't want to plan because I might die I just thought what's the point of planning my future when I'm this bloody sick and just giving sort of giving up all my future plans aspirations because I just had such low self-esteem and value of myself and yeah sometimes drastic things have to happen to just make you shift that mindset and yeah doors can open so I am glad that we yeah we connected and we're on similar paths it's really exciting really exciting definitely and yeah like I was saying I think last year was just so healing for me and I just wanted to read out two things that Mm. were just like part of that like healing and part of that change so what I read was basically that there is a limit to perpetual change Sometimes it's not about changing and growing and being in transition. Sometimes it's about holding very still and being the person who taught you how to survive what you already survived. So I was like, okay, Um, because I thought, oh, I have to change. I have to grow. I have to try and heal myself. I have to heal myself. I have to heal myself. And then I thought, actually, no, like I already know how to get through the stuff that I'm going through. That's hard because like I've already got through all the shit that's hard previously. So, yeah, I think just that holding very still and being the person who taught you how to survive what you've already survived. And I think like everyone listening can can learn from that, can do that. Like we all know how to get through the hard shit that we've been through. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the other thing that I struggled with was like constantly like yelling into a void and people not hearing me and that hurting me so much. Like when I'm advocating for things, like mm-hmm. and I think other people who are advocates can relate to this so deeply 
that like you advocate so hard and people don't listen and then you feel mm. like you're doing it wrong or you need to do it differently or you need to do it harder or louder the frustration and the anger inside just builds yeah and so this quote when you learn to speak without a need to be heard but instead just being able to express yourself and knowing that it is valid and important then you will have healed your deepest wound that's beautiful i think everybody can relate to that whether you're an advocate or not you at in different points of your life you're an advocate for something and that urge we all feel to be heard be understood everyone's on their own journey sometimes and we can't like we were talking about earlier control the outer to the capacity that we want but as long as you know you've shown up to the best of your ability sometimes we just have to make peace with that and not let it stop us from doing more good definitely Mm. I really agree yeah it really applies to everybody so for 2024 we obviously have very big plans I think after building some really strong foundations last year what intentions do you have for the year Tiff definitely I agree and I think both personally and professionally um I just want to actually like I said before feel like last year was very experimental for me and this year or at least this half of the year I really want to focus on just taking action getting shit done having something physical to show not talking monetary at all profit none of that just something physical to show for all my hard work and preparation and planning whether it's for the coffee or other business things I just want to really do more and just get out there more personally as well have more fun in a balanced way and just sort of keep reintegrating myself into society I know that sounds so dramatic but if you've got chronic illness or disability and you've been bed bound house bound for however which long you will understand that surely (laughs) to keep living life and getting shit done that's definitely one of my aspirations What about you? I think I'm really the same. I have such high hopes for this year, but I don't want to put pressure on it. I've put pressure on myself my entire life. I don't necessarily want to set goals. I think setting intentions is important. I want to have fun. I want to have fun with you. I want to have fun with whoever comes into my life. I want to really value the people that are already in my life and who have invested time and energy into me. I want to invest time and energy back to them. I want to invite new connections into my life and new opportunities. And just like I said, in terms of my ins, I want to celebrate. And I just want to kind of build to like bigger and better things and just have new experiences really I love that I guess I don't want to be too prescriptive because I think last year what I did was I wrote down like a million goals in a million different categories Mm -hmm. and I don't think I really achieved any of them to be honest Mm -hmm. like I really failed (laughs) almost all of them I don't think you'd be the only one to have done that either I think a lot of people get into the hype of oh writing down everything but if you're not sort of breaking it down either do you think you you consciously broke things down or was it just big you saw the big picture no it was like I broke things down I was incredibly specific 
I was like, you know, I want to be overseas to celebrate my birthday. Like just like weird things like that. I was very prescriptive. Like I broke it down to all these different categories, but like I had a very clear view of what I wanted, which changed and evolved. And when I look at what the year was, it was like a million times better than what I like wanted at the beginning. But it was different. Like if you would have told me that, you know, I would have like an investor call me up and we'd start this journey with, you know, the entrepreneur network and we'd become best friends and I'd travel as much as I did with work and would be starting so many businesses and this, that, the other, and my life would transform and pivot in the way that it has. I'd be like, you're kidding. Like, it couldn't be like that. Would have laughed in their face. It's just, I couldn't see that because I couldn't imagine it. And so that's why I think this year, I don't want to be like, this is the kind of like niche and box that I want my life to look like at the end of the year. Mm. I just kind of want to be like, whatever happens, happens. I'm ready. I'm here for it. Let's go. I love that. And I think I can relate to so much of what you just said. I would never have thought like when I was in the depths of my despair, going through my breakup at the start of last year, unemployed, just feeling totally broken. I would never have thought I'd be in the position I am today. And I think the beautiful thing about, I mean, it can be any age, but I think specifically being in your twenties, you are very adaptable and malleable to change so I feel like we're in our prime I'm a little bit older than you a couple of years older but I sort of see it as my life begins now and I can make it whatever I want it to be definitely you know? I think that's the beauty of being our age so do you have a concept of having like a word for the year if we're not going down the goals route I haven't thought about this but I've heard a lot of other people have listened to some New Year's podcasts and things like that from people. My word, it might be the Nike slogan, just do it. I think that's, <laughs> so that's three words and that's not original. Nike? Nike? I don't I know. thought you were going to say it. I've said it wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm not good with these sorts of things as you do know. Do we want to tell everyone that word? I still don't think it's that wrong. Okay, so Anya says bolognese. How do you say bolognese? Bolognese. She's thought that her entire life. Can we just take a moment of silence? My mum still thinks that. That's how I was brought up. Bless. We're Scandinavian people. Like, we're not Mediterranean. (laughs) But it's just English. Okay, like... Doesn't matter. We this with like just respond to it and let me know that I'm not the only one that says bolognese. Like bolognese. We'll put a poll. I'm sorry, but I've got this in the bag. It's definitely not bolognese. (sighs) We will see. We will see. You're gonna kill me after this. Okay. What about your word? (laughs) Hoping that we got away from that. I think my word's gonna be abundance. Like it's just abundance. I thought you were gonna say bolognese. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, what are our plans for the year? Our plans for the year, okay. Whether this comes to fruition or not, I'm really hoping it does. I was telling Anya over New Year's, because we spent New Year's together, which was amazing, mm. that I wanted to do a little trip to Europe at some point. My sister's going over, and I just thought, ah, oh, just go solo, don't have a partner. I'll make it work. A bit sad, isn't it, to go solo? But I, I wasn't even going with the intention of, oh, let's do, I'll do like a backpacking thing. That's not my jam. So it was just a theory in my head. And then Anya, were we at, were we at Luna Park? We're at Luna Park. <laughs> we were upside down on a ride at Luna Park. And Tiff goes to me, let's go to Europe together. And I was like, let's go. 
I was half sarcastic because I thought, uh, you know, all the work stuff you've got on and obviously that I've got on as well because we're business partners. But we're traveling, if we travel together, we can get shit done overseas. We've got Wi-Fi. We can do anything. We can become digital nomads. And this little trip so far is what, like seven countries? We're just going to do like three or four weeks, something not so dramatic, but we have a long list of countries, which is concerning. Because we're going to come back probably completely exhausted and needing a holiday after a holiday. But I'm sure we're not going to regret it at all. Tiff and I will travel well together because neither of us like walking. (laughs) Neither of us are very much into history. (laughs) Both of us enjoy eating. Beaches, nature, eating, 100% eating. A lot in common. A lot in common, yeah. So we, we travel great together, so it's it's going to be amazing. The only other major plan updates from my side is shit happens. So exciting. <laughs> so our launch has been delayed until April because we are now getting a more premium product of our toilet paper with a brand new machine from Italy being imported into Australia. It'll be worth the wait. It will be worth the wait. Your bottoms will thank me. (laughs) Um, And we're also going to launch our full product line. So we'll have our premium toilet paper and our feminine hygiene wipes that will be flushable and also our flushable wipes. So we'll be launching all three products, same time. That'll be great. Yes. Watch out. It's very exciting. And also on Christmas Day, we registered our third WDEN subsidiary. We will announce very soon what that is. So keep your eyes peeled because Santa works on Christmas Day and so do I and so do my lawyers. <laughs> anyway. You literally work every day. It's wild. Every day. Oh, You're doing something. But that is so exciting. Lots of good things planned. We can't wait. And of course, expanding against the grain coffee, doing all those things coffee carts potentially in the works yes we're flying interstate together to explore that we will see what comes of that opportunity but yeah we just really want to make these businesses as big and purposeful as possible and yeah we can't wait to bring you all on the ride as we go along so i'm really excited for this year it's going to be incredible and we have some very special guests that will be joining us in our future episodes coming very very soon so you will not have to listen to our two very oh what would you describe <laughs> us very exciting <laughs> is it enthralling Is sorry enthralling enthralling i think that's more positive enthralling well, it's supposed to be positive uh, oh okay Anyway, our annoying voice. You won't have to listen to just us. You'll have to listen to us and someone very incredible, multiple incredible people very soon. Very exciting to have some guests on and hear some different perspectives on business and the industry. And if you would like to come on and be a guest, oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. We'd love to hear different people's stories or anything you can contribute, any ideas for the podcast, please let us know on our Instagram at the Adaptable CEO. Please rate us five stars as well. (laughs) (laughs) That would be greatly appreciated as well. Okay. All right. Good to have you back and happy new year. 
We wish yeah. you all the best for 2024. It is going to be a good one. Take care, everyone. Bye. All right. Bye.